welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand, or creative understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward, practical advice about the nitty-gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares, and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, colour-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Lotco Business Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Robbins. Today I'm talking about traffic, traffic to your online store or website, how to get more of it, um, some tactics to generate interest and bring more people onto your site. You know, that old saying of build it and they will come. Not so much. There's so much competition out there. Um, There's so many other online stores. You know, what can you do to make sure that you get people coming to you and, and people finding out about you? Um, you know, there's some things that I'll talk about today that really will help you um, generate a little more interest and traffic to your website if you can, you know, employ some or all of these different things that we're going to talk about. With conversion rates sitting around 2 to 4%, you can obviously see why, you know, the need is to constantly have more traffic, new traffic, um, whether it's people who have already know about you, so retargeted traffic. Um, it's really important to convert, to be able to convert some of those to sales. Now, I went through in podcast, um, in my podcast number two, I think it is, um, how to make sure that your website and online presence is strong. And I dive much deeper into that into my in my short course as well, that get your business online ready. So if you wanted extra information, information on that, make sure you check that out as well. But today, it's definitely something a lot of my clients um, and my members in my Lotco Collective membership ask about. And I wanted to give you an overview of some ways that I, you know, talk to them about how they can increase the traffic and ways people can actually find you. Before I get into the details, I would just also wanted to mention, Eve, I'd love it if you could, um, you know, take a screenshot, share the podcast when you listen, um, you know, what tips and tricks you picked up about it, what you loved. Um, if you could leave a rating or review, I would, yeah, really appreciate your help and make sure you tag me um, at the Lotco if you do share it as well so I can reshare also. Right. So getting more traffic to your website. I'm going to run through 15 things here to help you. Um, I will make sure that I um, include some information in the show notes and stuff so you can actually download these or get them, you know, so you don't need to take notes necessarily here, but um, go for it if you wanted to do that as well. All right. So number one, tell more people about it. It That seems really stupid and obvious, um, but you'd be surprised. So if you have a bricks and mortar store, make sure that you include your website on your receipt. Make sure that on your counter you have, um, you know, information about what your website actually is. You have um, marketing collateral, so maybe a postcard or a business card that has your actual website on it. Have you got signage on your front window? Make sure that people know what your website is and how to find it and, you know, what it, what it actually is called so they can actually go there. It may be that you, you know, someone's driving past at night and they see your website. So it may be that someone's walking past um, when you're closed and they can see your website. So make sure you tell people about it um, if you have that bricks and mortar store. If you're online only, make sure that you have it listed out. It's on your socials. You talk about it on your socials. You can get this on the website. Check out the website for more information. Include the link in your bio. Have links to your shop from your Facebook page. Make sure they use the features that are available on um, Facebook and Instagram, all the shop features that are there. 
So that's number one, really making sure that you're actually telling people about it. Tell your friends and family, share it with your, um, you know, your personal Facebook page. Make sure that you're telling people um, that they can actually buy from you and what the actual website is. So don't assume people know if it's, you know, it might be not exactly your business name. So make sure it's people know what the actual website address is. Number two, write some blog posts on your own site about popular products. So, oh, sorry. First of all, write blog posts on your blog on your website. That is a crucial element, I think, to anyone's um, e-commerce site. Um, but maybe one of the ways that you can do it is you can write about the most popular products, include some information about them, um, you know, tell people more about those popular products to help more people find out about those products as well. You, it's really important to make sure that you include links on your within your blog post, so links back to your products and um, you know external links wherever possible if relevant as well. It's really important to make sure for you know SEO ranking power and and things like that, um, which I won't go into all the details of that now. But it's really important to have those things, have a blog, and then have links on your website as well. Example is I was just going to talk about is a. Um, one of my clients, Karina Jambrak, she's just done a collaboration with Adairs, which is amazing. You should all go check it out. Um, but she, you know, wrote a blog post on her website about it. And we talked about it the other day when I was just reviewing and looking at it, you know, she made it, needed to make sure that she included links back to her products that were shown or inspiration for the actual designs. And then also make sure that there was links back to the Adairs website also so that though created all those links um, on that one blog post, you know, which which shows Google and, and the ranking um, that it's relevant and it's got power, it's got um, connections with other things as well. As I said, I'm not going to go into all the SEO of this here now, but um, you can you can Google that, you know, in terms of why links are important on your website. Use number three. Use Pinterest. Pin everything from your Instagram and everything from your website. So onto your own Pinterest board so that those pins are then out in the universe as well, Pinterest universe. Um, get active on it. Make sure that you have a whole Pinterest strategy. And again, I'm not going to go into the details on that here, but it is a really important um factor I think for anyone who has a long-term product so whether a product that doesn't change you know seasonally it Pinterest is a long-term strategy for you to make sure that more and more people can find out about you and um, you know click they might find a pin in six months time if you've still got that same product and come back and find you on your website so it the, the exponential growth available with Pinterest is huge so if you've got a product that is um, an ongoing one or one that's got a long lifespan you should 100% be on Pinterest. If you don't, if you just have um, products that come and go quickly, I would still make sure that you're pinning everything from your Instagram and from your face, uh, from your website as well to have those um, pins out there just so that people can see your style and look and feel. It might not be that actual product that's still available, but the whole um, traffic to you in the first place is still um, is still going to come, th- come through. Excuse me. Number four, engagement. Make sure that you are actively engaging with others, whether it's on social media, on Instagram, commenting on other people's posts, um, you know, being authentic and real though, not um, just sort of the same comment spamming over and over. Um, make sure that you're active in Facebook groups. They can be amazing for um, people finding out about you, 
um, connections back to you. People are always asking on some of the Facebook groups that I'm on, you know, for recommendations for certain products or Australian made or um, ethically made. So make sure that you're on those things to really all have someone who can work for you that does this for you is active on um, social media and in Facebook groups um, and really connecting with other people follow others make sure that you're commenting and liking other people's posts really um, getting engaged with other people on social media and in the Facebook and in impossible groups as well maybe even on LinkedIn if that's relevant for you too number five collaborate with others so you know run giveaways um, share other posts other people's posts on your stories um, create products with other brands or artists. One of my clients, Marlo & Co., has a gorgeous outdoor cushion company and she uses amazing up-and-coming artists for the designs for that. So then she's, you know, sharing their – those people are sharing it with their audience as well and that's a perfect way to get her to get new designs and new products all the time because she's got that collaborations going on. She doesn't need to be the, the – um, the print designer as well. She's got the company um, running so that she can actually print, sorry, she can get the artist's prints on her designs. Number six is reach out for editorial. So, you know, do you send any um, press releases to magazines or relevant blogs um, in your industry? Make sure that you're you're active and doing that. If you've got a new product launch or you've got a combination of products that no one else has got, um, if you've got your, you know, creating or importing or um, selling a brand that no one else has, make sure you're telling people about that. Magazines and, um, you know, blogs are always looking for new content and new products and new information to share with their audiences too. So make sure you tell them and help um, generate that awareness of what you've got that's different as well. I'm always, whenever I read a magazine or, um, you know, I'm looking at a blog post, I click through or I um, go and visit the website after I see it in a magazine. So there's plenty of other people who are doing that as well. So it's a great way to people to find out about you. Number seven, if this is something that you, um, in your wheelhouse of skills, um, use it. Definitely write blog posts or stories for others. So one of my clients is a former magazine editor and she now has her own product. So we talked about her writing for other blogs. Um, can she offer to style, um, you know, other products within her um, content creation that then they'll share as well? So people are always looking for other, for more content. And if you've got, you know, great writing skills, you can definitely guest, um, be a guest blogger on other people's um, websites as well. Number eight, um, community activity. So how can you be part of um, something that's happening if you're a bricks and mortar store? You know, what other street events are going on? Can you work with other um, other businesses within your within your area to have exciting, you know, new things happening? So, and they'll share it on their um, audience and, you know, then you generate that new interest to who you are as well. Whether that's you have, you know, a coffee shop that you work with, um, whether you have, one of my New Zealand clients actually had a um, 
sorry, I've gone blank then, a, a brow expert coming to store. So she was a fashion, she's a fashion store, but she had a brow expert coming to store for the week or, or for a certain day of the week. And all her customers love this. It was just a bit of interest, bit of fun, bit of something different. So how can you work with other businesses, whether they're local to you, if you're um, a bricks and mortar, or if you're an online business, how can you even engage with where you, where you're positioned, where you're placed too, to engage with others in the community, to sort of share that audience? Number nine, SEO. So, I, you know, obviously you, people harp on about this. I've talked about it heaps of times on different podcasts. It's really important to understand what SEO is and there's heaps of little short courses on this. Um, Kate Toon is awesome, um, you know, expert who has little short courses or f- heaps of free information on this as well. It, it shouldn't be complicated. Um, it, it doesn't have to be complicated, but if you understand it and really um, take the time to 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 make sure that you implement things into your business of the things that you're doing. So if you're writing your product descriptions for your website, then you should understand what SEO is important in that as well. Obviously, you may have an SEO expert do some other things, but you don't have to. You can actually do it yourself as well. And for this one, I really wanted just to reiterate that um, use your use the language that your customer uses. So, so you might might have keywords that are sort of you know rank really well, or um, are things that others have said you know that are important. But make sure you have the different the two different versions too. So you've got short keywords, and then you've got long tail keywords as well. As an example. I was searching the other day and I just thought this was a perfect example because I was look, saw someone else with a gorgeous dress that I liked and I thought I want a pink linen maxi dress um, for summer. So that was the what I typed into Google, um, pink linen maxi dress. So that was the language that I'm using as a consumer to try and find something, whereas you might have in your product description um, the specific colour that it is. So it might be that you say rose, um, you know, uh, the the actual brand name of the dress or the title of the dress and you might have that in your product description but having a simple um um, search term that people might use like pink linen maxi dress within that description as well is going to mean that you're rank going to rank higher and you know so they're the sort of things that you need to look up and try and figure out what your um what your products what keywords long tail keywords people might be searching for that are relevant to your product you can look at like Google Keyword Planner, um, but even just understanding your customer and asking them what do you search for or even typing into Google, you start typing things and it will finish things off for you and that helps you see what people are searching for. Number 10, um, build a database, collect people's emails and use them. I Again, it's one I harp on about, but it really is so crucial for you to use utilize those customers that you actually get so you acquire these customers how do you make sure that they're the money you've spent acquiring them they then have a longer term value so that they you know their lifetime value of that customer is is more one way is to make sure that you you have their information so you can contact them when you want um, and that is sending out regular edms so regular um emails you should have you know there's a whole strategy obviously on this as well but what I would say is that they need to have regular offers that are just VIP so they're only ones that you do for them they're not ones that you necessarily put on social as well so there's something special for them you should make sure that your EDMs provide value they're informative um, they're entertaining 
they speak from the language that you speak. Um, so, you know, they're, they're in, in line with your brand. And, yeah, it's really just making sure that you collect that information. I had a store a while ago now in regional Victoria who had, um, you know, she the, the business has been around for 20 years and she did not have a database because the person who she'd bought the business off before just hadn't um, actually, you know, added those customers to any database at all. So this business has been around for 20 years, yet there was no database of customers. So, you know, it's really, really valuable for you to make sure that you you actually collect your emails, you actually um, make people want to add to their name to your mailing list, and then also you actually keep in contact with them regularly. Number 11, influencers. Um, and when I say influencers, I don't necessarily mean um, like, you know, um, high-level influencers who, um, you know, you may have to pay to um, – to post for you or anything like that. What I want to talk about is like, yeah, it's, it's social influence. So um, regular customers who who will repost your um, your product. So you want get to get others to talk about you. So whether it's reviews on your product, so you're asking people for reviews, um, you're asking people to um, hashtag, use a hashtag so that then you can find them if they've um, bought your product. You should create an experience that they want to share. So this is where the unboxing experience of, um, you know, getting that when someone gets your delivery is crucial. So if it's really, um, if it's a really good experience and people love that whole opening of the box, then they're going to share it more and more. It's just a natural thing for people to want to do. Have a look at as well. Like, so um, Rachel Castle is a perfect example she takes that little time. It's not an expensive exercise in terms of it's just the care and time that she's taken to either, you know, whether it's um, a special little card inside, a thank you note, or it's got a sticker or it's got um, a drawing or something else on it that sort of makes it special and um, a lovely gift to receive and then open as well. So there's plenty, if you just Google unboxing, actually, you can see some awesome ones um, that people do have. And I think the more you can create that experience when you're sending out your product, then that's sort of a user-generated, you know, social proof as well that other people are buying it. And, And then also make sure that you share that so people will then also maybe even share that you've shared it. So that's another sort of, you know, cycle of um, sharing each other's content too. Number 12, um, blog guest others. So feature other people so then they'll share that too. So I talked again um, to one of my clients the other day about um, if they've got lots of different brands in their store, do brand features. So do a little story on some of your brands, you know, who you have in store. Tell the story of their story. So then they'll share that on their socials and things too. If you have other stockers, so if, you have, um, if you're a brand and you have st- lots of different stockers, do a feature of those stockers. So then they, again, will share that as well. So really working together with people to um, encourage that sharing of content that you've created. Number 13, use video content. So video should just be part of your strategy anyway for your social content, but using it on your socials, using it within your blogs, um, even within products if it's relevant. If you have a product that needs instructions or information on how to use it, then you should be 100% having those sort of information, whether it's on a YouTube um, channel or whether it's just a link from your um, 
socials onto you know a story on your on your on your blog having that information can really um help generate eyes on your content and get people onto your website so an example would be i have a um a baby um, headband company. So one of the first things is I was like, well, I don't even know how to tie a baby headband. Like it's just something I wouldn't have a clue how to do. So, you know, how do you actually use the product? How do you tie a baby headband? How do you get them to wear it? How do you how do you style it so it looks, you know, cute on, um, on you know, different age babies and stuff like that? Um, how to style a bedroom. So, you know, maybe um, one of my, again, as I said, like a client has a, um, a, a cot and um, bassinet bed linen so go to um go to bed the label she you know I talked to her about styling the bedroom so how do you make sure that you do that so that it's exciting and different so how do you what are the steps and stages that you can go through to do that number 14 create content with other brands and products so when I had my retail store I always created flat lays and styled shots in store with lots of other brands that I sold. So obviously I sold them in store, so I was promoting them anyway, but then I would always tag those products. Oh, sorry, always yeah, tag the products with the with the brand and then they would share them too because other brands are always looking for content to share on their social media as well. Um, I ran the Marmoset Found Instagram for a number of years a while ago now and I would always reshare. I mean, they had so much user-generated content. It was ridiculous because the product is gorgeous and also the stores um, that that sell the product, they would create the most amazing, beautiful imagery. So that was always part of, you know, what was on um, the content strategy too, to share other people's share the stockers photos. So really make sure you do that if you've got a lifestyle store or a store that stocks lots of other brands. Number 15, my last one here is paid advertising. Now that may be, you know, a little bit of a cop out because obviously that's a simple, easy one to do, but it works. So whether you spend a small amount or a large amount, um, obviously you've got to get it working. You've got to understand what does get traffic to you. So I don't want you to go and spend, you know, thousands of dollars without testing things out or anything, but you either DIY by doing a course or looking at, um, you know, how to set them up yourselves, yourself, sorry, or you get someone else to do it for you. But paid advertising works, whether it's Google ads, whether it's um, Facebook ads, whether it's on Instagram ads, whether it's Pinterest, or, um, you know, there's all different things that you can do to make sure that people find you and you stand out from other people other websites. The main thing here as well is once you've sort of put lots of these different things in place is to track it, you know, see what's working. Look at your analytics, find out where people are coming from. Have a little, you can have tracking things on your website like um, Hotjar, which shows you where people are landing, what they're doing when they're, what the behavior is once they're on their website too. So have a little look at that. Make sure you, you look at where your traffic's coming from. Have you had a huge increase from a certain location? Why might that be? Did someone feature you? What can you do to sort of see where the traffic's coming from? And then double down on those things. So, you know, if Pinterest is a strategy that's working for you, then go harder on it. If for you being featured on a few different blog posts worked, then go harder on those things. You've really got to try and figure out um, what's working and then do those things more. And But always constantly testing new things too to see what else um, may, may help you get more people to find out about you. 
So I'm going to create a little checklist of these um, and put it on the, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can find them and download them if you like. Um, I really hope that that's helped a little and that you can implement a couple of these things. You may be doing one of them or all of them already. And I really think that um, if you review and analyze what you're doing, and then you can sort of check out what things are best for you and what you find the easiest to implement as well, um, then I think that, you know, it's going to go a long way to get more traffic to your website. So thank you for listening. And I hope you have a great day. Talk again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon.